Em Rossiano. All that stuff can get really ratty. And you can look like you got a dead spider on your eyelid. And Michael Lucas. I was surprised at how many different forms of vibrators she had on staff. This is Em Salation. What advice would you give your teenage self, Michael Lucas? You're gay. It's pretty easy. <laughs> You're in Em Salation. Hello there. And welcome to Emsolation, second place in the People's Choice Award at the Australian Podcast Awards. Thank you to everyone who voted. Oh, God, it feels good to say that. We're an award-winning podcast, guys. At number two, it's Emsolation. My name is Em Rossiano. I am a writer, a singer, a stand-up comedian and uh, a maximalist power queen. And together with my best friend since I was 11, Australian screenwriter, also award-winning, Mr Michael Lucas. We bring you this podcast every Thursday. Oh, my God, I can't get this out quick enough. It is a big few weeks for your favourite pod. I have to tell you, uh, right now as I'm recording, the Actor Awards are about to start my co-host, his show, The Newsreader, is obviously nominated for a plethora of awards. And what you're about to hear is he and I just getting pumped up. I'm his hype girl for the day. And then also later on in the podcast, I'll know the results. So there's going to be a little second part that you'll hear where I'll talk to you guys. Like It'll just be me and you and probably Chella and we'll talk about whatever's gone down. So it's going to be the range of emotions today. Hang on. Talk a bit about Succession, the Oscars. It's very red carpet movie themed today. Oh, there's a little bit of me talking about how I have to... Oh, there's a lot of labia talk. Well, I'm your genitals. <laughs> What's up? I'm not going to apologise. A lot of you have them. It's just like the idea of how women know when they've had a blowout and how when Michael has something really big on, he gets mouth ulcers. I either get an explosive period or a cold sore or both. So before every single live show I've ever opened, I'll get an explosive period. Is it too much period? No, it's fine. It's totally normal. It's my favourite time of the month. And then we talked about, you know, anyway, you're here. Yay. But I sincerely do want to thank every single one of you who voted for us in the podcast awards. I was genuinely excited. Well, we didn't win, but it felt like we won. I've never won anything for... My work in the entertainment industry. It's awful. Uh, tragic. I won everything in athletics. Victory screech! But I've come into another industry where, look, I'm not that popular amongst my peers or, you know, the, uh, the powers that be within the infrastructure because I do things my own way. And sometimes that pisses people off. So I don't often win anything. And the two things I have won, the first time I ever did Comedy Festival, I won the People's Choice Award <laughs> and the Podcast Awards, no, ex- no exception to that rule, continuing on. But to be honest, it's, it's what I care about because you are who I make the stuff I make for. So I don't care if it's some unknown group of people judging my work that they probably don't listen to. I don't really care about the panels that award the awards I care about the people that I make the stuff for and the fact that you love us enough to bother to vote. Mate, I was was beside myself. I was so happy. So that's all covered off in the pod too. Um, I have a very busy week ahead. Of course, our live Christmas special is Sunday. I bumped the set in this week. We're going today to get – we got a Harry Styles pictures printed. I'm rehearsed with the band last night. So. Yourself a merry 
It's just going to be such a wonderful night. If you haven't reserved your spot, please do. I want you all there. I just, I don't understand why you wouldn't want to watch your this podcast that you voted for, that you love live. Michael and I will be there with his awards. We'll be chatting about the actor awards. He'll be in a suit with naked elves on it. I'm going to have costume changes. I just, I, I can't tell you enough how much you're going to love it. And it's only five bucks. And I think, I feel like without sounding like a dickhead, I feel like we've given you enough over the last two years for you to splash five bucks on us. And not not for the money because that's, you know, I'm just going to cover the production of this and that's great. It's more that I just want you to know what we're capable of. I want you to experience that because I very much want to take Emsolation bigger. Next year I want us to be a visual medium as well and this is the pilot and you guys are going to witness it from your own lounge room. Uh, the Crowdcast app is totally safe. And remember, if you can't watch on Sunday night, you can watch it for a week afterwards. So um, I'm really, I can't tell you how excited I am. So Michael's got the awards, we've got that happening. It's pretty cool. And also we're going to be doing an Emsolation summer series where I'm interviewing a bunch of really interesting people. And so you're not going to ever miss a week. There's not going to be a week over our break that you won't have an episode, a new episode of Emsolation to listen to. So, you know, look. Just looking after you because you look after me. (sighs) Breathe. How am I? I'm exceptionally well. I did, as you know, it was a bit wobbly before the podcast awards for reasons that get explained within this podcast, but some of you already knew it. (laughs) But otherwise, I'm good. I'm watching a lot of Drag Race. I'm obsessing over succession. What else have I been up to? I've been enjoying my training. I don't know. I come to you a very hyped up, excited human right now because my best friend is going to his Oscars and I'm just I'm so happy for him. I'm going to get Terry. I've watched Michael Lucas nearly kill himself over this show. He's been writing it for so many years and it's a bit of a love letter to him and I also and I just, it's just nice when good things happen to good people. And a good friend of mine also, oh, got Anthony McManus, Anthony, Anthony McManus, one who wants to be a millionaire. Like some of you will know him. He comes to all my shows. I've known him a very long time. He's the kindest, most awesome human. He fucking one who wants to be a millionaire. He took out the million. So the universe is like looking after the good guys over the last little while. It really is. Fuck. I'm so, listen to my voice. She's hyped up. She's had her coffee. She's had her meds. She's ready to go. All right. That's enough for me. Thanks for being here. Please come to the live special. I just, I know I sound a bit, maybe I'm borderlining desperate. It's its not for the usual reason. Like it doesn't matter how many of you, I won't see you. You know, it's like it's a theatre and I'll know how many people are there. I just, I want you to be a part of this for us. I want you to be a part of the journey. I want you to see us evolve. I want you to get excited about it. I've, yeah, it's going to be great. I promise you. I guarantee you a good time Sunday night. Okay, that's enough for me. Talk soon. Play the music. M. Rossiano and Michael Lucas. This is M. Salation. Okay, I can barely contain my excitement. I feel like I feel like my child is getting married today. We are gathered here today to celebrate the love between two people whose lives were ostensibly brought together by the fate flap of a butterfly wing. Michael Lucas. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's here, it's here, it's here, it's here. The Actor Awards, of which your show is nominated for 16, already won two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. How, how are you feeling? I lost four. Let's put that in. Let's ah, put that in nah. context. It doesn't matter. That doesn't count. How are you feeling? What's going on for you? Talk me through. Do you want honesty? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Look. I want everyone to know... Um, we're going to chat now. The, uh, the awards are going to happen and then I'm going to come back later on and update you all. So this, th- is, this will be so weird to be speaking about yep. it and everyone's going to be hearing this when they know what happened. Look, <laughs> I, I, I mean, the headline is, gee, not much sleep, not much sleep at all. And I'm not even, I don't. I wasn't particularly nervous. I always get this before events that have been, there's been a big build up to. Like, you know, I remember every Halloween I had when we saw Madonna, just I lie in bed and my body's like, no, no, okay, let's just do some podcasts. What are we going to be doing here? And I get hot, I get cold, I need to go to the toilet. I just, there was a lot of that. A lot of mouth ulcers, a lot of wandering around thinking, do I need to fart or am I about to have diarrhea? What's happening here? There's a lot of that sort of thing. But I've been, you know, I'm old enough to now know this is standard. It's okay. Adrenaline will kick in. You'll be fine. Oh, my God. Now, you did rehearsals for your presentation because Michael's presenting two awards, are you? I am. I mean, I feel like I want to say I think they're very likely to not be televised. So don't, I mean, they probably won't be on the telecast, but, yeah. Hey, I presented two awards last week at the Podcast Awards, which we'll also talk about, and I stole the show, so feel free. Hello, I'm Emrociano. Hi, babes. <laughs> Hello, everyone. How are you? Oh, no, mine's, bar- mine's all, it's it's tight and it's scripted. Mine's essentially just like, here are the nominees for Best Director. Oh, like, that's it. So you could, you can't swear and say you're on the lowest ever rating radio show in no, the history of radio? No, okay. probably that wouldn't be appropriate. No. <laughs> so the, the writers wrote in a little sort of half joke in one of the things that I will attempt to not murder. But uh, Oh, no. God. But, yeah, no, they, and then you've got to go to a full rehearsal, which I was a bit like, really, do I need that? But then I got there and on one hand I was really glad that I did do it because, like, I don't know, just realising, okay, I've got to go to this mark and look at that teleprompter all the way over there and then all that sort of stuff. But then on the other hand it's it just like you look out and they've put like A4 pages of printouts of people's names and so it's like this little preview oh my of God. what you're going to be looking at. So you just see. Whose names are we talking? What would you see? Taika <laughs> <laughs> sitting like right, like the closest person to you when you're on stage. This is very, very uh, cool for me. Then Baz Luhrmann, <gasps> Sarah Snook, Simon Baker, like they're all sort of like this little constellation. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, there's so many things to point out. First of all, Taika Waititi, obviously uh, director of Thor, director of Marvel movies, director of What We Do in the Hunt Shadows, the director of people. Boy. Yeah. What, Hunt for the Wilder People, like one of our faves. Rita Ora. Rita Ora. Aura. I'm obsessed with the way you say your name. Rita Aura. Rita Aura. <laughs> I've gone a bit off him of recent times. Very attractive. Um, the ultimate, yes. the world's ultimate silver fox. I feel like George had that mantle for many decades, but now yeah. Tyker has absolutely taken it and will not give it back for about 50 years. Yeah, but I still feel like, did you leave your wife to upgrade to younger people when you got successful? Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, I don't know. So, yeah, so he's there. And then we need to remind people of the full circle moment with Baz Luhrmann and you. Yes, I, I was a I was a little researcher for Baz Luhrmann when I was about, um, oh, God, it was about like 16 years ago now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I worked for him for two years. I worked out of his house and it was my first job in the industry straight out of film school and, yeah, like, I know. I mean, and and I, I have seen him a couple of times since then over the years, but I don't think I've seen him in about six years. 
Uh, he's been very- and do you know how many times he's going to hear your TV show read out at the awards as a nominee? Like, <laughs> oh, my God. I'm, like, fizzing. I'm fizzing, I'm buzzing, I'm frothing. <laughs> he was very – the last time I saw him actually was when Offspring was nominated for a lot and I personally was not nominated but, but I was thanked a couple of times and he was very – he was lovely. He came up and, and he congratulated me on that. So, yes, this is – yeah. This is different, bitch. You're the bride. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, it is, uh, like, now that I'm here, obviously, you know, I was the kind of kid that grew like, maybe I even recorded the Oscars on VHS and rewatched them. Maybe, of course like, yeah, did. Of course. So you mm-hmm. think about it, but now that I'm here, I feel like this is a sadistic tradition. Like, what is it? <laughs> I mean, obviously I'm speaking to a former idol, so I don't know what I'm complaining about in terms of torturing people on television. But I it's understand, like, yes. Just tell us who's getting the award. Don't make us, like, go there, prepare our speeches manically, and obviously, you know, I don't want to read anything, so I've had to, like, memorise different versions of different speeches depending on what happens. And you know, could get absolutely nothing, could, I don't know, could Jay Law at falling up the stairs? Just no idea. You guys are just standing up because you feel bad that I fell and that's really embarrassing, but thank you. <gasps> I'm just, oh, my God. Now, Adrian's going to record stuff we might miss or, like, we're going to make sure we get every angle, but how are you feeling? Like, which awards are you specifically will your name be said for? Uh, if I win, um, I guess, uh, yeah, best best screenplay for television, yes. Best screenplay yeah. for television and? I, look, I don't rate my chances that high for that one because I'm weirdly two of episodes of Newsroom have been nominated. So I'd have to, like, really do very well to get that. Um, and then best drama series, yes, I'm a producer <laughs> on that too. Yes, and that's the big, that's the big one. But, I mean... It's a fully stacked year and a lot of the competition are people that have won it, uh, shows that have won it in the past, like Wentworth I think has won it at least once. I know Jack Irish has two and Total Control has won it. So we're against a lot of big hitting former winners and we're just in our first year. So no. mm-hmm. I don't know. All I know is a lot of mouth ulcers. The producer, the other <laughs> producer, Joe Werner, she's come up with a cold sore like where... Yeah, I got one. I got one before the podcast awards. Yeah, I manifested oh, one. Did you? But when you've you got your opening nights of your show, I presume you don't sleep before that. Really? Mm-mm. No. I, I could... usually get an explosive period the night before. <laughs> I don't if think that I've had ever opened to me, a we show. Really been... <laughs> it did not. I don't think I've ever opened a show well slept. without. Yeah. No. No. Without an explosive period appearing. I'm pretty sure I think every single time. And you know what I wear on stage? It's an elaborate leotard. I could have yeah. a blowout at any moment. It's not yeah, what you want to be wearing. I mean, it's not quite no. Victoria's Secret, but it's, no. it's, 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 yeah, it's certainly not yeah. expansive trackies. Oh, what do you think? No one's going to notice, right? That the airbag in your pussy went off? It's possible. And it's a special feeling that women get when you know that the structural integrity of your tampon or pad has been compromised. Mm. And so it's a heady mix of, like, while I'm on stage trying to remember lyrics, and jokes. Also, like, just clenching my labia together, the lips, just to check that there's no moisture there. Like, it's just every now and then I'll do a little check. All people who menstruate know what I'm talking about because not just women menstruate. Um, So, yeah, it's that just little momentary check of, okay, we've had a breach, we've had a breach, we've had a breach. Um, I really need some sort of performer's commentary on one of your stand-ups where you're explaining all this to me. (laughs) See that vague little muscle twitch in my face? That is a labia clench. It's labia clench to I check if there's been a breach. But, but can I just, there has not been a breach on stage, has there? It yeah. has a period that big, am I right? Yeah, mine's just like a skittle that falls out and I just throw it away. Um, a mild no. breach maybe. Maybe a mild breach, but I, sometimes I double pad. I double pad and super tampon. Right. Super tampon, double pad plus two pairs of dancer's tights. How does, so, that, how does it not look yeah. like you've got an enormous wang on the stage? 
Well, it's kind of like a Barbie vision. So it really oh, is quite good. Yeah. Right, it's hard. like a, it's like yeah, it's like when a, a drag queen tucks. It just mm. creates this lovely kind of um what do they call that sport in America? A luge? What's it? <laughs> What's the sport? Racquetball? You know where it's like the, the racquetball where the no, – what's that sport called where you you pick the ball up in like a like a big fake nail? Lacrosse. Lacrosse. <laughs> yeah, big fake nail. Okay. Good on you, Em. It's like a lacrosse thing, but lacrosse is sort of like almost netted, isn't it? Anyway. Well, it's like a cup. It's like, a okay, cup. say a cricketing cup. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah made of pads. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I won't be wearing so, that. Yeah, no, I'm glad, I'm glad we got there. We should briefly talk about the podcast awards. Congratulations, by the way, on being a part of an award-winning podcast. Oh, thank you. Congratulations for you for the award, but mostly for blitzing it in the speech. We all know that was as important. Woo! I'm fucking drunk. Like, it's the first time I've been away from it. Thank you. That's the most important thing, that I look amazing. Thank you so much. It's been a big fucking life. Oh, shit. So, look, it's no secret. An hour before I found out an old radio co-host of mine was co-hosting and um, I got a cold sore and that's all you really need to know about my response to that. Um, I haven't spoken to Harley since we finished radio and I don't really want to talk about it. Enough of you know it it didn't end well. And I didn't know that he was hosting the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And I also, so I I immediately, in front of Spotify, like our bosses, Mm. Started crying in the foyer of the podcast awards. Mm. And, I mean, that's what you want. Always that's, what that's, you want, especially in contract negotiation time. We are in contract negotiation time. and um, But they were very lovely and understanding. Most mm. of them are women and then one gay man. Of course. And so it was fine. And um, the awards were in a, a cinema. It was bad. I'm, the Spotify team was sitting there going, we're going to do this next year. And I said, can I do a musical opening number? And they said, yes. So I don't know. Maybe next year, who knows what will happen. But it was in a theatre and there's been a, since a COVID alert, oh. which I'm not surprised because the foyer was squished and packed with podcasters and podcasters are their own breed, you guys. Podcasters are usually people who are considered too weird for radio and they've gone off and made niche shows mm. and found niche audiences. There's no one there who's like general and broadcasty. Mm. We're all... Total weirdos. Mm. So it was a convention of weirdos. It was like sexy Dungeons and Dragons. And they're all in there like squish talking. And so Prithi and I, uh, we're both weird introverts. We looked at each other and said, let's go into the theatre. So we sat in the empty theatre, thank God, Mm. for the entire pre. And then during the show, we just sat next to each other and... I had to go up and present two awards. So I, of course, had like four glasses of wine, which for me is like, I'm done. I think that bubbly tasted better coming up than I did going down. You get a bit of carrot stuck in your fascinator. And just before I had to go up and present, I said to Prithi, I'm really drunk. Yeah. And she said, great. And so I had to take... the best (laughs) shut up, mummy needs a lie down energy about you, but in the best way. It was actually perfectly calibrated, I think. (gasps) I think we've got a bit of the speech here. We'll play it. You may remember me from the lowest rating breakfast radio show of all time. Um, I think at one point the 24-hour fishing condition station was outrating me, so fucking thank you, Spotify, for paying me what I am worth. (laughs) You better take that away because my bosses are there and... I'm a live performer and there's been no fucking... I need this job, guys. I need Spotify. I love you. I love you so much. I love you. 
love you so much. And the nominees are? Not a speech. I was presenting an award. I gave a speech, but I wasn't supposed to. But the real hero here was Rowdy Walden, my friend. Um, he's another podcaster with Spotify. He's incredible. He's Indigenous. And he actually called the host out for not doing a welcome to country before the show. So he was like, he was he was having his moment and I said to him, I need you as an emotional support person, please. And I gave him no notice. So he took my arm and he came up on stage with me and he did all the heavy lifting. And then after it, I ran back to my seat. Then we got to our category. We didn't even enter anything. I didn't enter us in anything, which I made very clear on stage. We didn't enter. I, I couldn't be bothered. It was very hard to do the fucking clips and it was a lockdown. On to the winners. I noticed we got named in the top 10 and then I started sitting there going, I am so drunk. If I have to give a speech, <laughs> if we win, we're fucked. We're fucked. Mm. And then it kept counting down and Prithi was like squeezing my arm going, oh, my God, are you going to win? I said, I hope not because I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> and then <laughs> we got second, which is huge. 780 podcasts were entered into wow, that category. Wow, that is mm-hmm. bananas. Mm-hmm. And, and they got the over perfect 40 position pe- for the drunken emotional person. <laughs> yeah, but I'm a bit sick of second, second in the Mars Singer, second of the podcast awards. So you better bring home the big W for us. I'm telling you. <laughs> oh God, pressure. <laughs> oh. But it was a good night. It, I mean, it was. I mean, it was horrific. But I, I got through it, and I don't have COVID, so you know, all's well that ends shocked well. Because it was touch and go whether we were going to go. I mean, we were in Omicron land, and then at one point I got a text going, "I'm in Sydney." And I'm like, "Oh, okay." She like she's there. She's done it. I'd she's gone. It, yeah. Yeah. It was just the last minute. You know what I'm like? I'm like, oh, fuck it. I'm just going to go. It was actually really nice to be in a hotel room like by myself. So, yeah, it was good. Well done to us. Thank you to the Emsolators for that incredible voting. Oh, it was all them. And that's the only award I care about because the rest of the awards are voted for by some obscure panel that, I don't know, probably would never listen to us in a million years. But actual And also, people. realistically, I mean, this is the same of all awards, but how do you, like, podcasts... Oh. Like at least, at least with like TV dramas, there, there's actually in Australia, there's not that many of them. There's only about 12 a year. So that like mm. at least there's a contained number that you're comparing podcasts. There's oh. how many hundreds of them? It's crazy. So and they're all trying to do such different things. Like yeah. how the hell are we supposed to, I know they categorise, but even nah, amongst but the comedic, you know, mm. friends talking category, I mean, there's Jesus Christ. We're hardly the yeah. same as, I mean, we're not exactly Hamish and Andy. No, we're not. So I agree. But we, and everyone, everyone, the vibe on the night was that the one that we got second in is the one that mattered. Totally the vibe on the night. It was like, ah, because everyone takes notice that you've got enough people who like you. The ferocity of your audience. (laughs) So good. Fuck, I felt powerful. For the honour of all right, moving on. We're going to go away. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about more TV and movies because... It's an awards super special. Correct. M. Rossiano and Michael Lucas. This is M. Salation. Okay, Michael Lucas, the reviews are in for the Nicole Kidman, uh, Lucille Ball biopic. I need you to help me save my marriage. How many times I gotta explain what I was and what I was doing? You gotta explain. Are you being funny right now? I'm Lucille Ball. When I'm being funny, you'll know. If they boo me, if they boo you, we're done. And mixed. Well, I think in a twist, I, I, from if you went back four months ago, 
Mm. Everyone would have been saying, Aaron Sorkin does I Love Lucy, can't wait, can't wait, love it, but Nicole Kidman, what's he thinking of? Why is she there? Actually, the reviews have come in and, like, all the, all of them essentially say, Nicole Kidman, absolutely amazing. Aaron Sorkin probably over-Sorkined at this time. That's that's the mm. vibe that I get from, from reading mm. them. Having said that, I have an, you and I both, we're very generous when it comes to Aaron Sorkin. So mm-hmm. I still feel like we're going to love it. Oh, yeah. I, I, I heard it. Des- the script described as claustrophobic rat-a-tat-tat Sorkin. It's your life. <laughs> Pretty much. So, yeah, but she's getting rave reviews. So I'm, for, for I'm every, happy. For all elements, for the imitation of Lucy doing the sitcom, for the way she portrays yeah. Lucy in the workplace and for the emotional stuff as well, like all of it. Yeah. I'm happy for knickers. I'm me too. I just, yes. She puts herself out there. She really yes. does. She doesn't take the easy path. She takes a risk. <laughs> Sometimes she's doing a Russian accent with a really weird wig and it may not entirely 100% pay off for her, but then she'll just turn around and go, you know what, I've done, I've I've taken on the single funniest woman of the 20th century and you know what, I've blistered bits, just shut up. Surrender yourself to me. Fucking oath. She really has. And so we we obviously, we've been spoken about a bit, we're obsessed with the best actress category at the Oscars. So roll roll them out. I mean, it hasn't been announced, but we, we assume it's going to be. Well, Nicole Kidman. Um, it yep. will be in there. Uh, potentially, although I think it's looking a little shaky, but she's still in the mix. Lady Gaga for Patrizia Reggiani. House of Gucci. House of Gucci. House of Gucci. I'm also, like, we are, House of Gucci doesn't come out till next year in Australia, and Adrian is really having to work now to sustain the hype. Like, he's still wandering around talking an accent as Patrizia, <laughs> but it's we've got a long way to go. Anyway. I know. I know. Yeah, Jessica Chastain. Um, eyes of Tammy. The Faye. eyes of Tammy Faye, and of course Kristen Stewart and Spencer. Uh, there's, and there's now, other. There's other like there's people floating around. Like Olivia Coleman is back in the mix, and there's also the apparently um, apparently the remake of West Side Story is amazing, and the Maria who's come straight from a high school production of Shrek straight into her first film role as Maria. Apparently she's astonishing. So <sighs> there's just there's just people left, right, and center. Frances McDormand is back in something. Yeah, it is a stacked year. Well, Christian Shield's going to win. There's my prediction. Fucking Bella Swan from Twilight is going to take out the best actress gong. Claims she doesn't care about it. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's why she's going to win. I'm telling you. I look so so. The the eyes of Tammy Faye is at sixty six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Being the Ricardos is at sixty six percent. House of Gucci is at sixty one. Spencer, 84%. And the other movies, I I mean, I haven't looked up, but they were my main ones. And sometimes what happens is an actor can win, even if they're in a dodgy biopic, which they often are, Mm -hmm. if the performance is good enough, a la Rami Malek in the Freddie Mercury biopic, often it can happen. West Side Story is 94%, by the way, but she doesn't have to, the girl that plays Maria, as brilliant as she is, does not have to uh, imitate someone famous. And that adds, uh, people respect that. 100%, 100%. And so Kristen Stewart is in a movie where her performance is being absolutely praised, but the movie itself is also being praised. So she's got tick, tick, not dodgy but good performance. Mm -hmm. So that's why I think we're going to be seeing the most awkward, non-plussed, non-committal Oscars speech. She mightn't even come. She might send in a little, like, recording, like a cameo oh, video. No, she'll come. I hope she comes. I want the Valium and Weed sort of half-asleep oh, draw. I hope she's in a speech. suit. Oh. 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 
I love it. I'm so excited for this. I think, I don't know, I think she will. I think I'm, I'm confident. But, I mean, I'm going to have, you and I are going to have to be sedated for the Oscars next year. Oh, I, I mean, Gaga will be in the mix. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> And also, uh, let's keep in mind as well, I mean, I don't want to get you too excited, but there's also that movie, I think it's called King Richard, that's about Serena. And, <gasps> Serena Williams. Yes, yep. and Beyonce has written an original song for it. So I know. it could be another yep. Oscars year where we see a Beyonce performance. I can't oh believe. Oh, my God. Why did Gaga not write a song for House of Gucci? That feels un-Gaga-like. True, but I think, and I was reading a really interesting article, I think she was just so focused on, she didn't want to not be Patrizia at any time. You know, like yeah. I think that would have, because she, she went full method. And it's interesting, I was reading an article around Jeremy Strong who plays oh. Kendall. Did you read it? Who plays Kendall Roy Riveted. in Succession. Yeah, so he plays Ken, the very troubled son who broke away from the family. Go on, tell us who's here. Who is it? Your dad. Your mom. Wife and kids. And... Um, his performances are so fucking haunting. Like I text you after one episode and said, I've never felt more like a hollowed out billionaire just looking for connection in my life. Like mm. I leave watching Succession feeling so unsettled. Oh, Do you feel yeah. unsettled? Oh, yeah. It just, it just, it's a very sort of deep kind of <laughs> wrenching pain that comes from dysfunctional families and also piled onto that just everything that's wrong with the world, with wealth, oh. with power, with <laughs> it just, it's just this toxic brew that you walk out with and he <laughs> seems to carry it all as he wanders around bashing through presents looking for his kid's present at his 40th birthday and all the things oh. that he does. He really Oh, the 40th really birthday. It. I need therapy over the 40th birthday episode. Oh, my gosh. I think the party's over, yeah? Yeah. Just a party. Let it fizzle. But I read an article where he he stays in character. He methods this shit. He's always Kendall. And a couple of his castmates, Logan, what's the actor's name he plays the dad? Brian Cox. Brian Cox and Kieran Culkin, both who play who plays Roman, said, we hate it. It's awful. Like Brian was more diplomatic, don't you think? Yeah. I mean, I'm this is the most clanging name droppy thing ever. I've actually briefly met the cast of Succession. I really have. I really have. And I went to a Q&A. Sarah, lovely Sarah, took me and took Oh, me. Sarah Snook, let's point out, plays Shiv, who's one yes. of Michael's friends, Michael Kastner in his movie. It was yes. her break, breakthrough role in the industry. They know each other. They text each other personally. Continue on. They were all on stage doing a panel and, and they were talking mm. amongst the panel about Jeremy mm. Strong's, like, uh, performance style. And you could see Sarah and Kieran a bit like Roman and Shiv, got a kind of like sneaky looks to each other and a little bit of an attack of the giggles as Jeremy started to speak in this very sort of earnest way about his process. And then Brian Cox cut in and went, he's so fucking annoying, but the performance is so good, you just think it's worth it, but fuck, it's annoying. (laughs) It was amazing. And then afterwards it was a big screen. It was this, we watched the season two finale and then afterwards I spoke to him and, um, and, you know, you obviously go, oh, that was amazing and everything like that. And, and then everyone's like, oh, thanks, thanks, thanks. And, and, and he was like, came up to me and was like, oh, what, 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 was, what did you find amazing about it? What, what, what? And was like eyeballing me. And I'm like, oh, I think the amazing thing was seeing it on the big screen, you could really see all the aspects of the, of the performance, like little aspects that I hadn't noticed before were just there. And he's like, well, yeah, 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 maybe they should, they should play it on the big screen. They should, they should release it. They should release it in cinemas. Why aren't we doing that? Why aren't we doing it? It was just really intense. And he <gasps> so he was Kendall. Hair. Completely silver hair. That was the oh. other shock. It's all died. It's not real. 
So you spoke to Jeremy Strong, but basically you spoke to Kendall Roy. <laughs> yeah. And the thing about it is, like, Jeremy as an actor was desperate to be, as his profile talks about, was desperate to be one of the greats for years and years and years and was just doing everything he could, killing himself. And in a, in a way that is Kendall. Like, he's in the shadow of this great, oh. his father. But, but, I mean, in, happily, in Jeremy's case, he's now an Emmy winning, like, he's achieved it. Everyone thinks he's yeah. given one of the greatest television performances probably of all time. So... So I put this to you. We don't see female method actors because people won't put up with that from women. Oh, God. I think it's. She yeah, but that's what I mean. That She's one of the first ever. Well, Nicole, but there's been Nicole method- said that. Nicole Kidman. Yeah. On Perfect Strangers, she stayed, which, yeah, uh, yeah. But but got negatively reported on. And, it, and Gaga hasn't. But, okay, so we've got two, which very recent times. But I think it's a real kind of misogynist. Uh, you know, because it's usually men running film sets traditionally, even now we're struggling with the female directors and I don't think that a woman would be allowed to behave, say her character is an asshole for the whole movie. I don't think that her behaviour would be put up with no, because women aren't allowed thing. to be yeah. Yes. Men are, men are precise and they're talented and they're commanding and women are just difficult. Yeah, she's being difficult. No, I'm being Patrizia. Now fuck off and get my camera. <laughs> like, I love that, of course, Gaga didn't give a shit what people thought of her and she didn't care if anyone thought she was being a diva because she was method. And yeah. I realised I realized the double standard and I hadn't until I read that article about him and thought, fuck. It's like, wild. It's and wild. also the other thing that is really wild about it is succession, I think, for anyone that really loves it, is... Very unmistakably a black comedy. And maybe it does take you a couple of episodes before you feel like you're in the rhythm of why it's so mm. funny. But once you're in, particularly with characters like Cousin Greg and and Shiv's husband Tom, it's unmistakably hilarious and cutting oh brutal mm. acid one-liners. And mm. Jeremy Strong apparently does not see it as a comedy at all, quite affronted. That so, and, and often <gasps> his, the contrast between what he's doing and everyone else is often what's really, really funny in it. But he is not tuned into that at all. He is just playing Kendall's truth, feeling it oh. in his gut. Playing <laughs> Kendall's truth. Oh, my God, he is. All right. Well, look, I'm going to let you go because we're, I'm going to record a bit more later. I'm so excited for you. I can't wait to see the red carpet stuff. You've got your blue suit ready. Oh, we've got the reveal of what happened What happened in terms of the top. Obviously, there was the top two Emsolators options. And let's yep. just say both are going to be making an appearance. <laughs> oh, gee, I wonder. I wonder how the other one will be making an appearance. <laughs> Who'd have thought? I don't know what to expect, whether I'm going to be successfully snapping pictures or whether I'm just going to be... I'm already a bit... Fl- okay, this is the first world problem. No, no, talk, keep going. Well, talk about there's, it, yeah. Like, so there's the midday ABC pre-function yep. that yep. I'm expected to go to and that's where all yep. the newsreader cast will be. But then yep. in addition to that, there's like for the presenters and everything of the actors, they've sort of insisted that I go to an opera house function that's at the same time. So presumably I'll just do that. I don't know what to do anyway. I just- <laughs> All right. So what I want to do is if you get any chances to like record any voice memos on your phone, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, like, look, I, and you know, I'm just, just like be flat out. This is the first thing that drops off the list. But yeah, look, yeah, sure. No, like you it's know, more if you like at the after party, something like that. Yeah, yeah. But if no, but also just little thoughts. Like, okay, I'm backstage waiting for my oh, award. Or okay. you know, like if there's any voice notes you want to make, everyone will be glad to hear them. But also, obviously, if you have a chance to get any famous person to acknowledge us, I mean, I set the challenge. I set the challenge to you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure, Hi, no pressure. It's going to be good. 
No, I got If I find myself in the proximity of Taika Waititi, I'm telling you, I'm not saying, can you record a message for the podcast? I sound like I want to make him do an ad campaign, and I kind of would be. Yeah, 100%. All right, well, um, good luck, and obviously we'll speak later, but... Oh, my God. All right. Go, 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 get ready. I'm so excited. All right. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Bye. This is Emsolation. Well, hello. You've got to the end, and it is many hours after Michael and I spoke, and... The newsreader won best drama. Oh my goodness! Here's the moment Rebel Wilson announced it. And the actor award for best drama series goes to the newsreader. And to our director Emma Freeman. The show was in large part. It was a show that was about some pretty terrible bosses and Emma was the absolute inverse of that with such vision and patience and talent and sheer bloody stamina and we wouldn't be here without her, so thank you, Emma. Oh, my goodness. Now, look, he didn't win Best Adaptation of a Screenplay to Television, didn't win the Best Writer thing, but, you know, I think he was robbed. There, I said it. Am I a one-eyed Michael Lucas supporter? Yes. And I wish he could have had more time to speak. I wish everyone had have thanked him as well, but that's okay. Uh, the lady who spoke is Joe Werner and she co-produced the show with Michael's production company, Hats Off. And she thought he was going to win, as we all did, the Best Writing Award. So um, I know she'll probably be feeling bad for not thanking him. So I am going to thank Michael Lucas for writing such an amazing TV show. I'm so excited for my friend. I saw the journey. I I watched him nearly kill himself doing this during a pandemic, all the revisions. Oh, my goodness. I'm so proud of him. Well done, Michael Lucas. Oh, my goodness, he won. And uh, Anna Tov took out Best Actress. William McInnes got Best Supporting Actor. All that shouting paid off. <laughs> so good. So Michael and I were doing a full debrief on Sunday night for during the live Christmas special. So if you want to be able to see the award and hear about all the after party, he's already met and spoken to Tyka. He's sending me photos with him with Sarah Snook and him with Lisa Wilkinson and him with Baz Luhrmann. Isn't that ironic? Earlier we were talking about how what a full circle moment it was and then Baz came up to him and asked him for a selfie. Yes, queen. So there you go. It all worked out. What a big year. What a big year this little pot has had. I mean, I'm going to like bask in the reflective glow, but I'm just glad someone took out a win. Enough second places from me. Michael's bringing it home for all of us. So um, we'll be chatting more, obviously, on Sunday Night Live where you'll be able to see him and see it all. It's very exciting. So make sure you've got your spots, all I'm saying. I'm going to keep saying it because there's no excuse for you not to be there watching us talk all about the after party, the red carpet moments, just all the stories he can legally tell. Don't worry, I'm going to pump him for them. Oh, I've been waiting all day to record this. I'm so excited. Well done, Michael Lucas. I know you'll be listening. And, um, guys, we'll see you Sunday night. That's so cool to be able to finally say it's nearly here. Sunday night, the Emsolation Christmas Live Spectacular is occurring. I'll eyeball you guys to get to talk to us live, see us make it the podcast live. It's very exciting. And well done again, Michael Lucas. I'm very proud of you. Love you very much. You really deserve this. I, I can't think of anyone more deserving. All right, guys. 
Is that me? Emsolation with M. Rossiano is a Spotify exclusive podcast hosted by M. Rossiano with Michael Lucas. Executive produced by Benjamin Wosley. Produced by M. Rossiano. Edited by Ezekiel Fenn at Entente Music. With videos by Liam O'Brien. Socials by Marcella Rossiano Barrow. With assistance from Jem Evans and Georgia Watts. Plus occasional technical wizardry, wine, and coffee from M's Dad Vinci. Get more Emsolation by following the Emsolation podcast on Instagram, where you can also sign up for our weekly newsletter. You can join other Emsolators at the Emsolation group on Facebook. The answer is Harry Styles. If you love what we do, share this podcast with a friend and make sure you're following us on the Spotify app. Thanks for taking time out to listen to this week's episode, and we look forward to chatting with you again soon.